I know, I know. Welcome, welcome, you guys. Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. How do you know it's Tuesday, bro, Tuesday? Well, because of that, the little logo right in the corner there. I've just been having like dangle clack. See, so would you look at this? My light's not even on, man. That is silly. That is silly. Well, welcome to Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. It used to be a live call-in show, and I think it's going to go back to that. At some point, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Not sure what's going to happen there, but welcome to Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. I've just been having dangle clack issues like crazy programs and stream decks. They don't like to, to get along. They don't, they don't get to like to get along very well, but I'm going to force them into submission. Well, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Kid Bass. Welcome. Spork Life, I see you there. Red Falls, I see you there. Ombi One Kenobi, I see you there. Appreciate you guys coming out. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I wanted to go over some kind of general general newsy items um there is going to be a lot of uh story time with grim green we got two articles to read they're two quick articles that i think are just fan freaking tastic we're going to be doing the super chats as they have and robin very great thank you for that robin thank you for that i saw there was another super chat in there as well sup bro jeff sup bro to you just chilling just chilling on a tuesday bro tuesday it's tuesday bro tuesday so like I said, we got we got some stuff to talk about today. There's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the world of advocacy, tobacco harm reduction. There's a lot going on in the great state of West Virginia. Wow, West Virginia's in a rough spot. West Virginia's in a rough spot. So not only are we going to be talking about West Virginia, uh, they're slipping MSA payments. They They need money. I mean, so does California. A lot of states do. California needs money. West Virginia needs money. New Jersey needs money. New York. New York needs money. Good afternoon to you, Stephen Rodriguez. Glad to have you here. Welcome. This is what we do on Tuesdays. This is what we do. So the first thing I wanted to mention is uh, just some propaganda, okay? Just some propaganda. Actually, before we get to that, I don't have a link for it, but if you're on Twitter, and you're not following Gregory Conley, Greg Conley on Twitter, please follow Greg Conley on Twitter. He's just, he's just the advocate of the century, man. I just love that dude. He had an incredible spot on the Yahoo Finance stream where we were talking, he was talking about things like uh, vaping and flavors and how they're important and 13 million vapors and yada yada and all of this stuff, like the stuff that we already know. And there were some hosts, there was one host on that show and I tweeted about it, Casey Pickle is here. I tweeted about it, a, a lot of people tweeted about it, but this guy AJ on Yahoo Finance, unreal, un unreal, unreal. You have to watch the video to appreciate it. You have to watch the video to appreciate it, but you know, people said, oh, Nick, you did such a good job being calm on that In Focus California show with that doctor. And I'm like, yeah, I tried to remain calm. I felt like I composed myself pretty well in the face of, you know, just real, real ignorance, like real true ignorance. I only had to do that once. Gregory Connolly has to do that day after day after day after day after day. And he does it like a champion. When when AJ or any of these hosts, they get all you know riled up, they get their feathers all ruffled up, and they just come at Greg and he is always calm, he's always factual. I, he spoke up, like I heard him raise his voice for the first time, I think, on that on that Yahoo Finance video where he just, I mean, he didn't even yell. He was just very sternly like, no, 
listen, this is, you know, the lung injuries are caused from this. FDA and CDC are already reporting on it. They've already been reporting on it. It's an unbelievable video. It's an unbelievable video that Greg, <clears throat> Greg somehow after that video went up like three notches on like the hierarchy of awesomeness somehow. I thought he was at the top already, if I'm being real honest. I thought Greg was already at the top. Turns out Greg has room to grow. Greg has room to just bypass other people on my awesomeness level and, and reach the top unequivocally Greg Conley. Greg Conley. Not only that, not, I mean, am I just going to sit here and brag about, you know, gush about Greg Conley a little bit? I think so. What's really great about Greg, besides being very well-spoken, uh, you know, very well-tempered, he's very knowledgeable, he's a vapor himself, and he's been in this industry for as long as I can remember. As long as I can remember. I, I think Greg Connolly started off in Casa. I'm not really sure. I know he did stuff with Casa. He did stuff with Safada, and now he's the AVA and, and Greg, and just Greg. Just Gregory Conley. This Tuesday, bro, Tuesday is now unofficially dedicated to Gregory Conley for just being one of my hero advocates in the face of overwhelming ignorance. He keeps his cool. He keeps to the facts. And I don't know. I don't know what I'd do without Greg. Honestly, I don't know what I would do without Greg. Without Greg out there doing what Greg does, I think we'd be in a much worse position. I think we'd all be a lot angrier. I think we'd all be, you know, full of rage. But luckily we have Greg. And Greg gets out there and he goes on Fox News and he goes on MSNBC and he goes on Yahoo Finance and he just lays the truth down in a really calm way. I've, I've had the opportunity to meet Greg many, many times and it is always a joy to meet him. Always a pleasure to talk to Greg. Always a pleasure to talk to Greg. So now that that's out of the way, now that we're done praising Greg Connolly, which we're never really done praising Greg Connolly. Yes, John Haymaker, in Greg we trust. In Greg we trust. Yeah, absolutely. Greg Connolly for president 2020, I, I would vote for him. I mean, I don't know if I would vote for him. I'd need to see his, you know, his take on other issues uh, like immigration, the Second Amendment, uh, the war on drugs, the, the war in general, things like that. I'd need to learn uh, a little bit more. But right now, his vaping platform, tip top. I would vote for him just based on his vaping platform. Uh, Robin Westhoff, very gracious of you. Hey, you, uh, hey, you yourself there. Uh, still got my knife or have you lost it already? No, it's here. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's here. It's in here. It's in here. It might actually be, no, here it is. This one, this guy, this is the guy. Kidding? You think I lose that? I would never lose that. I got that. Uh, Jim Taylor, very gracious of you. Keep up the good fight, Nick. Um, it, it's all I know how to do. It's all I know how to do, and it's all I want to do at this point. It's literally all I want to do. Yo, yo, to you, Randy. And of course, this always happens. I can't see the last super chat. So Jason A eleven twenty one. After the craziest, after the craziness, we need an ECC in Orlando. Orlando. All right. Look, I'm in. I'm in for ECC Orlando. Don't even trip. I am in for ECC Orlando. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to share was, uh, 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 
some propaganda. That's real. I mean, that's that's all I can think of it as is propaganda. These are being sent out in the mail in New York State. Um, one of Casey's very, very near and dear high school friends got this in the mail, instantly took a picture of it and sent it to Pickle. Pickle instantly sent a picture of it to me and we all of us just kind of raged. You just, you just suddenly rage all together. That's a lot of what mine and Casey's relationship is right now besides being, you know, completely in love and celebrating our one year anniversary. All we do is talk about vaping and tobacco harm control and, and tobacco harm reduction, tobacco control. We, we rage about politicians. We praise Greg Connolly together. We, play, we praise Alex Clark together. Last night when Casey Pickle got home, we spent, I don't know, two hours or so just in the living room, TV off, both on Twitter. <laughs> both on Twitter. She's texting me articles. Did you read this article? Reading this article. I was like, did you read this article? Send her that article. She's like, oh, I'm replying to this guy. I was like, you do that. You reply to that guy. She went off the rails on this one and was replying. Let me show you the picture first. Let me show you the picture first of what's going on in the state of New York right now. This is what's getting sent out in the mail in New York state. Vaping has become a public health crisis. At least 40 people have died from vaping-related lung illnesses. So they're wrong about that. Obviously, they're wrong about that. They're trying to conflate two of these issues together. And the only reason I can think that they're trying to do that is, A, obviously, they really hate vaping in New York. I mean, really hate vaping in New York. It is, it is cutting into their tobacco taxes into the billions of dollars. It, it is cutting into their master settlement agreement payments into the billions of dollars. New York State hates vaping and they're gonna do whatever they can to demonize it. But they're conflating both of these issues together because as Greg Connolly said on Yahoo Finance, this is not this is not a nicotine, you know, a liquid nicotine issue that's causing any of these lung injuries or any of these deaths. It is a strictly, strictly, strictly black market, THC, vitamin E acetate issue, 100%. There is no denying that now, unless you live in the state of New York and you wanna put on your flyer, at least 40 people have died from vaping related illnesses. So right out of the gate, they're just being completely, completely ignorant and completely dishonest. I think the other reason that they're doing that, that they're trying to do that is, I feel like they assume that the general proletariat, you know, the group, the constituents in that state, the general public, I think that they think that we're too dumb to know the difference. I really feel like that's what's happening because I can't see it any other way. They put out this weird information that's confusing. You know, it's confusing on purpose. It's like, vaping and lung injuries and oh you don't really know what's going on so you should be scared of all of this and it's it's misleading on purpose and it's it's supposed to confuse you further and if you're already confused you're just going to be you're just going to be more confused and i think that they think that we're too dumb to know the difference but i don't think they really actually know who they're dealing with here i don't think they actually know who they're dealing with here uh senator Carlucci, Carlucci, is that how you say that? Senator Carlucci has taken action supporting an executive order to make New York the first nation to ban flavored electronic cigarettes. The first in the nation to ban flavored electronic cigarettes, which again, banning flavored electronic cigarettes will have zero effect on 
any of the vitamin E acetate lung injuries. Zero, less than zero, less than zero effect. Less than zero effect. Uh, I got a super chat from my wife, uh, Casey Hart's Cocktails. Please tweet at David Carlucci about the rageful postcard. Take a screenshot and educate him. Yes, I'm gonna be putting his uh, Twitter link in the description of this video for anybody watching on the replay and anybody in the chat right now. That's his Twitter. That's his Twitter. I believe that's I believe that's his Twitter. That's either his Twitter or that's Casey's tweet at him regarding this postcard. Please tweet at David Carr. You did it twice. Thank you for the $10, Pickle. We're going to put that towards the electric bill. Please tweet at David Carlucci about the rageful postcard. Take a screenshot and educate him. Yeah, his Twitter is in the chat. He did respond. He did respond to Casey Pickle. He did respond to Casey Pickle. Senator Carlucci has also introduced legislation S-673A requiring that e-cigarette makers disclose the ingredients of their products on the packaging to consumers. So here's the thing. The majority of e-liquid vendors already do that. Uh, just picking up this well-used Smacks bottle of Pony on Acid. Uh, that's right. Okay, here we go. Ingredients. Uh Vegetable glycerin, USP 90%, propylene glycol, USP 10%, sweetener, natural and artificial flavorings, nicotine, USP grade, three milligram per milliliter. One e-liquid bottle contains 100 mils, 3.8 fluid ounces with 3% nicotine by volume slash three milligram nicotine. So done. That's easy. That, that's already taken care of. He's making a law for something that's already, already taken care of. These have to be uh, they have to have the ingredients on them already. The FDA has a copy of all of these recipes and all of these ingredients already, already. But let's bring more bureaucracy into it. Let's make a let's make vape vendors jump through more hoops just to stay in business. So join Senator Carlucci and doctors from Good Samaritan Hospital Tuesday, November twenty sixth. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Good Samaritan Hospital, Lafayette Avenue, Suffern, New York, 10901. Auditorium, first floor. Come have your questions answered about vaping safety, health, and its impacts on our children. There was also nothing in that, nothing in that postcard mentioning children except for the very, very, very bottom where it says, Come see the effects. Have your questions answered on the safety and health effects and how it impacts our children. At the top, it doesn't say vaping has become a public health crisis because so many youths are vaping. They instantly jump to the, oh, at, oh at least 40 people have died from a vaping-related lung illness. And the only reason that it's called a vaping-related lung illness is because people don't know what vaping is. People don't know what vaping is, and for the most part, they just don't seem willing to learn at all. And that's where we come in. That's where you guys come in. We get to educate all of these people. And I say get because it's a, it's, it's a privilege to be able to do this. It's actually a task, but don't look at it as like a task. Don't look at it as like, oh, I have to educate, I have to educate my senators on legislation that they're trying to pass about products that they're ignorant to. Welcome to America. I know it's a real weird place right now. It's a real weird place right now, but that's up to us. That's up to us to educate them. Um, 
I actually completely 100% agree with you, Colts mom. Let's take note. Tuesday, November 26th, 6 to 8, Good Samaritan Hospital. There's the address. Feel free to take a screenshot. I see no reason. I see no reason why Vapors shouldn't be showing up to this meeting in mass. Just lots, lots of you guys. Lots of people in New York at this meeting I think would be incredible. Now don't show up and start chanting, we vape, we vote, and don't start blowing clouds all over the place, but be there as a citizen of New York and ask questions and correct people and get the conversation going. I think having this conversation, honestly, I think having this conversation with a state senator at a hospital regarding vaping and how we're gonna communicate that to our youths and how we're going to communicate that to the general public, I think is a great idea. That's something that needs to happen. That's something that needs to happen. More education needs to happen. Just have to make sure that it's the correct education, that it's the correct facts, that it's the the factual facts of the discussion rather than, well, we should ban vaping. 40 people died. 40 people died from vaping. Were they vaping nicotine? We don't know. (laughs) Were they vaping nicotine? Well, no. Ban vaping. I say show up. I say show up. I say get as many people as you can to go show up. And again, just be respectful, but definitely go. Definitely go. Definitely attend. There it is one more time. Tuesday, November 26th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Good Samaritan Hospital. Unreal. And like Pickle said, get on Twitter. Get on Twitter and tweet at them and be relentless and tweet at them. Be respectful but also be relentless. Be respectful, but be relentless. That's the best way. Yeah, exactly, Doug. Call it Governor Gretchen Whitmer. They were vaping medical particles. Good evening, Big Red Red Vapor Channel. Hope you're staying hydrated. Mmm, water. So I also wanted to real quickly, before we get into any... uh, Before we get into any sort of uh, story time with Grim Green, I wanted to talk about Boston, not Boston, but Boston, Massachusetts, the state of Massachusetts in general. Exactly. Respectfully relentless. Respectfully relentless. Chasing clouds and flavor reviews. Joe, what did I miss? Start over? Shit. All right. So... In New York State, Governor, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to start over. You're going to have to watch the replay and rewind it. But we're all going to go to this. We're going to try to get as many. I can't go to this. But if you're in New York and you're around this area, I don't know exactly where Suffern, New York is. But if you're in this area, if you're a New York State resident, you need to go to this uh, public health crisis, this vaping speaking Senator Carlucci taking action against the evils evils of flavored vapor products so evil that they're getting 13 million people to quit smoking god could you imagine so evil how could it be more evil could be more evil couldn't be more evil vaping is the most evil thing remember that that's what you're going to hear for the next few weeks for the next few months probably that vaping is just the worst thing cigarettes forget about cigarettes Vaping is the new threat. How do you even say that with a straight face? 
How do you even say that with a straight face? Okay, so I also wanted to mention uh, Massachusetts. I know I mentioned this quickly in the vlog on Thursday, but there's a lot going on in Massachusetts right now. There's a lot, lot going on in Massachusetts right now. It is crazy what Charlie Baker is doing in Massachusetts. I'm just going to read this really quick excerpt from this Reason.com uh, article. And so they're talking about this new vape legislation uh, in, in, in mass, in mass. And it is uh, the worst in the nation. It is the worst in the republic. It's the worst on the books. It's a full-on, full, full vape ban. Hardware, liquid, use, selling, intended use. They're going after all of it. And they seem to be taking it a step further than any other state in the republic. So let me just read this real quick. The bill says, this is, this is the Massachusetts bill. The bill says... A person who knowingly purchases or possesses an electronic nicotine delivery system not manufactured, purchased, or imported by a licensed electronic nicotine delivery system distributor or licensed electronic nicotine delivery system retailer shall be subject to a civil penalty of not more than $5,000 for the first offense, which I want to point out that that is a higher penalty than driving drunk in the state of Massachusetts. Getting caught with unlicensed, ready? You just ordered your Odin online. Congratulations, you are a criminal now in Massachusetts. This is an unlicensed electronic nicotine delivery system purchased from an unlicensed nicotine delivery system distributor or possibly from an unlicensed nicotine delivery system retailer. You can get fined $5,000 for their first offense and not more than $25,000 for your second offense. So if you're trying to quit smoking in Massachusetts and you want to vape to do it, congratulations, you're a criminal now. You can get fined $5,000, $25,000, but that's not the worst of it. The bill also says a police officer who discovers an untaxed electronic nicotine delivery system in the possession of a person who is not a licensed or commissioner authorized electronic nicotine delivery system distributor may seize both the product and the receptacle in which it's found, including but not limited to a motor vehicle, a boat, or an airplane in which the electronic nicotine delivery systems are contained or transported. Such property shall be turned over to the commissioner and shall be forfeited to the Commonwealth. The commissioner may then sell the seized property and deposit the proceeds in a general fund. Viv, I know. Is it a joke? It feels like a joke. Does any part of that does any part of that feel like the United States of America to you? Does any part of that feel patriotic? Does any part of that feel like freedom? Does any part of that feel like liberty? No, of course not. I didn't think so. What is wrong with Charlie Baker and what is wrong with Massachusetts? They're going way above and beyond. Meanwhile, in Oregon, the flavor ban has been placed on permanent hold permanent hold in Oregon and in Massachusetts if you're caught with a vape. So here's the situation. I'm just 
Dave the Vapor, and I'm from Mass. I like living in Mass, and I'm Dave the Vapor, and I used to smoke, and then I quit smoking with vaping. And now, Charlie uh, closed all the vape shops in my state, so I can't go to my vape shop to get my favorite liquids or any of my favorite gear or anything like that. So I'm going to order it online. Ordered an Odin online. Oh, so great. Look at this. Dual 2700s. Dual 2170. Are you kidding me? What a great what a great device. I'm really excited about this. This is great. I'm glad I just ordered this online. I'm glad I can continue to use this device to keep me off of traditional tobacco cigarettes. Man, great. I heard Grim Green has a review for this out soon. Yeah, that's great. And I got my Odin. Oh, I need to go to the store to get groceries. Well, I don't want to smoke cigarettes in the car, so I'm going to bring my vape with me. I'm driving down the street, and I'm vaping my vape, and I blow some vape out the window. Whoop, whoop. Pulled over. Oh, I'm sorry. You're vaping in your car. You get a $5,000 fine. Not only that, I'm going to seize your car and sell it. And then Dave the Vapor is just standing there on the side of the road with no vape and no car. What part of that feels like freedom? What part of that feels like liberty? Governor Charlie Baker is a tyrant. That is some tyrannical dictatorship stuff going on there in mass. Exactly, Chris, exactly. Imagine driving through Massachusetts because you're traveling. Maybe you're traveling down the East Coast. Maybe whatever reason you're driving through Mass and you have a vape and you get pulled over in that state, you are a criminal. You're a criminal. If me and Casey Pickle want to go visit Boston, which we have been Grim Green, a.k.a. Dave the Vapor, I know. (laughs) Me and Casey, we've been talking about going to Boston for years, we should go to Boston. I really want, Casey went to college in Boston. She's like, I really want to go back to Boston. It's such a cool city, such a cool city in Boston. And I'm like, dude, I would love to go to the East Coast again. I'd love to go to Boston. That would be amazing. What are the chances you think we're going to go to Boston now? Where if we get caught vaping, would you, what are they going to impound our rental car? What are they going to seize our Airbnb if we're vaping inside of it? Well, I, those aren't Did you buy those from a regulated electronic nicotine delivery distributor or from a regulated electronic nicotine delivery retailer? It's ridiculous the amount of bureaucracy that they're just piling on just for no reason, for no reason other than money, 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 that MSA money. Yeah, the Boston vape party. That's what needs to happen. And I'm sure Boston is awesome. That's the thing. Boston is probably a badass city that I would really, really enjoy. I can't go there now. Get arrested. Find $5,000. Could you imagine being on vacation in Boston and getting fined $5,000 and having your car impounded, seized, not even impounded. You have no chance of getting it back. Straight up seizure of your vehicle because you didn't want to smoke a cigarette. That's what's going on right now in Massachusetts, and it's fucking criminal. Sorry for my language. It's just criminal. That is just criminal to me. So I feel for the vapors of Massachusetts. I feel for Dave the Vapor over there in Massachusetts. I, we need Something needs to happen there. There's a rally 
that was going on today. I heard nothing back about the rally that went on today, but maybe we can talk about it on Thursday if anybody has any info or pictures from it. I haven't seen anything on social media or Twitter, but there was a rally in Boston today, a vape rally in Boston today. So I don't know how, you know, I don't know how that went over. Please look at Poon's. Okay, let me do so. Let me get to these super chats and then we're going to get to uh we're going to get to uh, story time with Grim Green. Randy, uh, let's start a new hashtag, accountability for the lies. Yeah, 100% accountability. In fact, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow I'm going to have uh, a video out on the American Heart Association. Uh, I did an edited video for the American Heart Association and their new uh, End the Lies campaign. End, end the Lies campaign, which is... Uh, it's just the, the hypocrisy is mind-numbing. The hypocrisy from the American Heart Association is mind-numbing. Randy, very gracious of you. They plan on trading police to identify devices. They're encouraging stealth devices for adults while complaining kids like stealthy devices. Look, I know. <laughs> clown world, Randy. It's clown world we live in. I know that. You know that. Unfortunately, the, 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 the higher up people, the people in real positions of power, they don't know that. They don't know what the crap is going on. They, they got nothing. They got nothing. Hashtag free Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Please look at Poon Sauce McNasty chats. Wait, I have to go all the way back here. Look, if Poon Sauce, <laughs> if Poon Sauce wants to get a hold of me, uh, it's only if you have wholesale amounts of liquids in your car is it really it's what do they consider a wholesale amount i don't know what, what do they consider a wholesale amount all right Poonsa, we'll talk some more we'll talk some more I, I thought i was looking at the chat but apparently i wasn't looking at the chat uh quite enough uh wholesale amounts okay wholesale amounts which are i don't know maybe they're maybe they're maybe they are more specific on uh on, on on wholesale amounts. I don't know what a wholesale amount is. I mean, I, I, I have friends who work in distribution, you know, chains. I have people, I have friends that own vape distros and I see their wholesale accounts sometimes that go out and it's, uh, it's not a lot. It's like five RDAs, a few bottles of liquid, maybe a case of liquid, maybe six or seven RDAs. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It could be, uh, I'll talk to you. Let's talk some more poon sauce. Let's talk some more. Let's exchange some, uh, let's exchange some information there. Vape whisperer. Very gracious of you. American land of overregulation and overtaxation. It's time to end the corruption in the government. Look, I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And the great thing is vape whisperer. This is something that's been going on in the United States for years and years and years and years and years and probably my whole life and probably your whole life and probably Poon Sauce's whole life. It's just been going on. And the thing is vaping is honestly, and I hate to use this term, but vaping is honestly waking a lot of people up to how our government works, the system, how to get involved in it, and how to like get in there and make your voice heard and make change. And so you can realize, look, they're taking freedoms away from me. They're taking my liberty away from me. They're taking my rights away from me. That vaping did that. Vaping did that. Speaking of vaping, 
as I said earlier, I got my uh, Bogan Odin. I'm going to have a video out for this. Uh, not really sure. Before the end of the week. Maybe on Friday. Maybe by Friday we'll get a video out. But I got an Odin. It's topped with the uh, Death Trap 2 single coil RTA or RDA rather. It's loaded up with my favorite flavored e-liquid freaking pony on acid from Smacks. Cheers, you guys. Glorious. Glorious. So, so, so. Okay, so. As Doug Life's in the chat said, obliterate that like button. Just hit that like button. If you're here and you're enjoying yourself, just hit the like button. If you're here and you're not enjoying yourself, hit the like button anyway, and I'll try to do better. <laughs> I'll try to do better for you. So the first article, we're gonna get into some uh, we're gonna get into some story time with Grim Green here. Okay, this is uh, this is Casey's article at, at uh, David Carlucci, and uh, he actually replied to her down here. She did a whole thread. A whole thread about this little thing that I just showed you, this little propaganda pamphlet. And so David Carlucci actually replied with a passive-aggressive article that says Louisiana sees first, de first death from mysterious vaping illness. That's not a response. That's just you're, you're piling on more wrong information on top of wrong information on top of wrong information. Wrong information. Yeah, look, Katie, you can't watch you can't watch those types of streams. When you watch like the public health committee streams or like the energy commerce committee stream, when they're talking about vaping and banning vaping, and you just hear the same thing over and over again, like these boy these flavors were only invented to hook kids. That's the only reason they exist. That's my least favorite one. That's the one that makes me want to punch children in the throat. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. I would never do that, you guys. Are you kidding me? Stop it. Stop putting words in my mouth. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Southern Vape Advocate. Uh, here, let's go back to uh, that. Let's go back out of story time. Southern Vape Advocate. The only thing Tuesdays have ever been good for is voting and Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. Damn right. Damn, damn right. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have live streaming election coverage this year on Tuesday, bro. Tuesday, Lizbom, very gracious of you, friends, brethren, countrymen. Samuel Adams would be turning in his grave. He would. All of the founding fathers would be turning in their graves. All, all of the patriots would be turning in their graves. The people that stood up to the tea tax in Boston with the Boston Tea Party would be rolling in their graves. They would just be looking at us going, why did we even bother? Why did we even bother? I guess as they roll. Rolling in their grave. Why did we even bother? Why did we even bother? I'm getting so angry, I'm kicking my desk. All right, so let's get to some, uh, have you throat punched a kid today? Not today. You couldn't, yeah, no, I don't, look, that's just a term, you know, that's like, you know, it's, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse, right? I'm not going to eat a horse. I couldn't even eat a horse by myself and I wouldn't want to because horses are majestic beasts and I wouldn't eat a horse. Make me so angry I'd punch a kid in the throat. That's just a, that's just a turn of phrase, you know. Flavors only exist to appeal to kids. Just not the kids that I've already punched in the throat. They're not going to be vaping. 
they're not going to be vaping. All right, let's read this article. Let's read this article and talk about the MSA. So you guys are all really very well aware of the Master Settlement Agreement. If you're not aware of the Master Settlement Agreement, all you have to do is Google Master Settlement Agreement. Additionally, you can get on YouTube and find the uh, Danielle's Truth About Vaping episodes, episode one, two, and three. Episodes one and three deal directly with the Master Settlement Agreement, how it's set up, how the states benefit from tobacco tax sales, how based on those tobacco tax sales, the the biggest of the big tobacco corporations pay the states individually based on their tobacco tax sales in perpetuity. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big thing, and it's coming back around in a very, very serious way. So let's read this article about West Virginia. West Virginia, this comes from the Herald Dispatch of uh, of West Virginia. The rising popularity of vaping blamed for drop in West Virginia's tobacco settlement payment. So because West Virginia didn't quite make as much money as they wanted from tobacco taxes and the tobacco master settlement payment. They're blaming, blaming vaping for that. I'm so angry I could punch a horse. There we go. See, that could actually happen, although I would never punch a horse. I would only punch the horses that shit in my yard. You know, when I used to live in Nevada, uh, we had wild horses that would just roam around the neighborhood and leave car tire sized poos on your lawn. I had a poo shovel that was a converted, uh, you know, snow shovel. It used to be used for shoveling snow. And then I used it for shoveling poo because I would literally have to shovel wild horse poo out of my yard. So maybe I would punch those horses uh, in the throat. But then again, maybe not. So back to West Virginia. Rising popularity of vaping blamed for drop in West Virginia's tobacco settlement payment. And can we get news media places to stop using this picture? This picture is the single most used picture of any vaping picture that has ever existed in on the internet. Every mainstream media news outlet uses this same exact stupid picture of this girl using a jewel and she's got acne on her face. And the only reason that they did that is to make it look worse than it really is because they could show an attractive person. Sure, an attractive female maybe, an attractive dude, an attractive whatever, just vaping. Why don't they use me? No, they use this picture where you can't see the person's eyes. And when you can't see a person's eyes as a human, your instinct is to not trust them. So when you see a picture without someone's eyes, your brain is already in this like, well, I don't trust this type of mode. And they just use this picture to make it look worse than it is. This poor girl has acne. She was an ex-smoker and she's vaping so she doesn't have to smoke cigarettes. But they use that same picture over and over again. Because you draw conclusions in your head. You're like, I don't trust that person. I can't see their eyes. Maybe that acne was caused from vaping. We don't know. Could be. It's not. Could be. West Virginia's annual payment from major e-cigarette manufacturers dropped by more than $1.6 million as rising popularity of e-cigarettes and vaping has accelerated the decline in tobacco consumption. Accelerated the decline in tobacco consumption. And again, this is something that we're mourning. 
We are blaming vaping for this and we are mourning the fact that vaping has cut so greatly into West Virginia's MSA funds. Remember, it's bad. Vaping is bad and it's doing bad things like cutting into money. Who cares about all the people quitting smoking? Who cares? This is about money, you guys. Money. Money. Members of the state board that monitors tobacco payment settlement payments learned last week the state's 2019 payment as part of the National Tobacco Master Settlement Agreement was 59.6 million <laughs> down from 61.26 million in 2018. Members of the State Tobacco Settlement Finance Authority were advised. Citigroup Financial Advisor Paul Creighton told the panel Thursday that cigarette sales in 2018, the year that the 2019 payment is based on, fell 4.72%. It's a steeper decline than originally anticipated. And again, they seem to be mourning this. They're like, whoa, that was a steeper decline than originally anticipated. They're saying it as if they might as well say, well, I wish that didn't happen. I wish all those people didn't quit smoking. We'd have more money right now. It's how it comes across. It's how it comes across. For the first three quarters of 2019, sales have dropped another 5.5%, he said, leading cigarette manufacturing giant Altria to accelerate its proje- projections for declines in sales from between 4% to 5% a year to 5% to 6% annually. Again, I've read that sentence a thousand times. It doesn't make much sense to me. Altria to accelerate its projections for declines in sales from between 4% to 5% a year to 5% to 6% annually. So they just they just raised it a little bit. They said, look, because of vaping, this is going to happen quicker than usual. And again, everybody seems upset by that. Everybody seems upset in West Virginia that people are quitting smoking quickly. Creedence said uh, industry analysis points to the rapid rise in popularity of e-cigarettes or vaping for the accelerated decline in sales of conventional cigarettes. However, one factor that could slow that decline, he said, is the number of localities in the federal government is a number of localities and the federal government are looking at banning flavored e-cigarette pods, which are believed to be effective in in enticing young people to take up vaping. Wow, that sentence is wow. Well, one way we could get our tobacco tax money back is if we banned flavors so that we could get people smoking again. They're basically saying that we should ban flavors or that they should ban flavors so that people will smoke again. One factor that could slow down people quitting, which is apparently their goal, they want to slow people down from quitting, is to ban flavors because that would stop people from vaping, maybe get them back to cigarettes. Also, young people, because you just have to throw that in there. Young people. The general sense is if these bans go into effect in a significant way, it could actually benefit combustible cigarettes. I'm going to read that just one more time. The general sense is if these bans go into effect in a significant way, it could actually benefit combustible cigarettes. Asked if legalization of marijuana in many jurisdictions around the country is affecting cigarette sales, he said, for right now, I don't think we've seen a significant identifiable impact of legal cannabis. West Virginia, under then 
And under then Attorney General Daryl McGraw was one of the first states to sue major cigarette manufacturers to help cover the future costs of treating smoking related diseases. Yeah. MSA. That's they just described the MSA. They just described how West Virginia is part of the MSA. In 1998, McGraw signed off on the National Settlement Agreement, Tobacco Master Settlement Agreement, worth at least $1.8 billion to West Virginia to be paid in annual payments in perpetuity, that means forever, based on total domestic cigarette sales. So really what they said there was the Master Settlement Agreement They were supposed to get this much money and now they're only getting this much money. And the reason it's lower is because people are quitting smoking and they're bummed about it. They're bummed about it. Oh, and their master settlement agreement payments are based directly on the amount of cigarettes sold in the state. When people say MSA blood money, that's a real thing. This is MSA blood money. They want their money, and the only way to get their money is to get people smoking cigarettes. Cut and dry, very simple, straightforward. That's how they get their money back. In 2007, the state sold the rights to its next 25 years of payments to bondholders. This is on West Virginia. This is West Virginia's fault. The state used, yeah, okay, In 2007, the state sold the rights to its next 25 years of payments to bondholders, raising $911 million from the sale of tobacco settlement bonds. $911 million from the sale of tobacco settlement bonds. The state used $807 million of those funds to shore up then critically underfunded teachers retirement system pension fund and put most of the remainder into a reserve fund. So what the states are supposed to do with this master settlement agreement money is use it for anti-smoking campaigns, anti-smoking programs. West Virginia used their money not on anti-smoking campaigns, not on anti-smoking programs, but to fund the teacher's retirement pension fund. And then they put the rest into a reserve fund. That fund was set up to make up the difference in years when the tobacco payments, when the tobacco settlement payment falls below the 62 million minimum annual payment that the state makes to bondholders. So now it's not a matter of West Virginia getting enough money from the master settlement agreement to be able to fund things. It's not a funding issue. They don't need this money to fund more teachers' pensions. They don't need this money to fund more roads or anything like that. They need this money because they're beholden to the bond bond holders that they have to now pay back because they sold all their bonds because they were greedy and wanted the money up front. And now they have to pay all that back. So they owe money now to the bondholders because the money that they're supposed to be getting from the MSA yearly has already all been spent. Now the money that they're getting from the MSA is going to pay back the bondholders. And when that's not enough to pay back the bondholders, they have to dip into their reserve funds. States are hemorrhaging money, hemorrhaging money. 
When the agreement was signed in 1998, projections were that cigarette consumption would decline at a steady rate of 3% a year. However, the decline accelerated sharply beginning around 2009. Hey, that's exactly when I started vaping. As a number of states and municipalities hiked tobacco taxes and many localities enacted strict smoking bans, Creedon noted. However, bondholders bear the... So first of all, that statement is some hogwash. That statement is some hogwash because throughout the entire rest of the article, they only blame vaping. Oh, it's vaping's fault. So many people are vaping. Vaping is, so many people are picking up e-cigs. That's why smoking is down. But then at the end here, they say that, oh, it was actually accelerated in 2009 because of raised tobacco taxes and stricter smoking bans. It's definitely, that's definitely what it was. Must have been the taxes. Couldn't have possibly been the, you know, 600,000 plus vapors in the state of West Virginia. Couldn't possibly be. Must be something else. Unreal. However, bondholders bear the risk should there be a sudden, severe cessation in smoking nationwide. The five-member board chaired by Administrator Secretary Alan McVeigh meets annually to review tobacco settlement fund finances and to be updated on the tobacco consumption trends nationally. So you see how they're really like mourning this and not mourning like good morning, mourning like at a funeral. They are mourning the loss of money. They are mourning the loss of that MSA blood money cash that they've already spent. They've already spent it. They've already spent it. And now they owe bondholders money. And if they default on these bonds, bondholders, I mean, this is into the millions and millions of dollars. This is into the 60 plus millions of dollars. 60 plus millions of dollars. Tell me that vaping isn't a disruptive technology. At least they're being honest. At least they're being honest. Although I'm assuming, I mean, I don't know if West Virginia has a flavor ban scheduled or any sort of ban scheduled flavor ban or otherwise like on the books or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt that if they do introduce a flavor ban, I doubt, I doubt they would announce the flavor ban as like, well, West Virginia here, we're, we're, we're I'm using my executive powers. Uh, we're going to ban flavored e-cigarettes um, because our MSA payment is smaller than it usually is. And the only way to bolster that is to get more people smoking cigarettes, um, We think the quickest way to do that uh, by our own admission is to ban flavors. Hopefully that'll get people smoking again and hopefully we can get some more money for the state. Cool. What are the chances of that happening in a press conference? Chances are, are they working on one? What was the reasoning behind it? I can just take a guess. The reasoning behind it was the lung injuries. Yeah, probably the lung injuries and skyrocketing youth use. I'm assuming that that's what they went on the record and said it was for and not for, uh, as it says, as it says, wait, as it says right here, the general sense is if these flavor bans go into effect in a significant way, it could actually benefit combustible tobacco cigarettes. 
What if they did that? What if West Virginia said that? What if the governor of West Virginia just got up there and, and did the exact same spiel? He just said, look, we're trying to get sales of conventional cigarettes back up because our MSA payment is slipping and we owe money to angry bondholders. What kind, what, I want to live in that world. I want to live in a world where politicians are honest. I want to live in a world where politicians are genuine. Insanity. <laughs> Insanity. Uh, D. Garp, very gracious of you. Billy Har Jr., f- finger up. To you too, Billy Har Jr. Timmy Cook, I got the Vaporesso Gen because of your shining review and managed to find a recoil rebel to top it with. Vapes like a dream. Now I got to get me a Grim Kit next. Ha ha. Yeah, you do. Damn right you do. Hell yeah, you do. You need a Grim Kit. Or or you don't. I don't know. Look, it's not going to be for everybody, but I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy the Grim Kit. That's why we did the Grim I just think people are going to enjoy it. I hope you get it. I hope you get one. I hope you get one, Timmy Cook, and I hope you enjoy it. In the meantime, enjoy that gen because it's one of, if not the best regulated mod of the year, Timmy Cook. Very gracious donation too. Thank you very much for that. Dick Roller, uh, this article confirms all of our tinfoil hat theories. Yeah, exactly, except it doesn't sound so tinfoil hat, does it? Because it's not tinfoil hat. I mean, the MSA, this is something that's easily Googleable. In fact, I'm going to put this Herald Dispatch uh, article in the chat right now. It'll also be, oh, no, I can't put it in the chat. It's too long for the chat. The web address is actually too long. I guess I could use like a URL shortener, right? Uh, shortener. Uh, there, there we go. Let's use a URL shortener. Let's use Bitly. Let's use good old Bitly. Oh, Bitly costs money now. Never mind. Never mind. Bitly costs too much money now. Here we go. We got the short URL in the chat. Boosh. Right there. That's West Virginia's slipping MSA payments. Slipping MSA payments. Insanity. Insanity. Uh, Got another one here from Randy. Uh, My proposed seizures is a clear breach of the Fourth Amendment. Shout out to Dr. Farsalinos for his medical recognition today as well. Yeah, Dr. Farsalinos. So Dr. Dr. Constantinos Farsalinos out of Greece. He's a cardiologist. He has been working in tobacco harm reduction for years. I want to say probably five, six, maybe seven years. He's done study after study after report after report. They're all available on e-cigaretteresearch.org, I believe. There's a dash in there somewhere. I think it's e-cigarette-research.org. But uh, he was given a, a huge award today, a huge medical recognition award today. He's one of the very, very few doctors in the world to ever receive this award. I wish I had more details about it. I just saw it really quickly in passing on Facebook, but uh, absolutely, Randy, absolutely. I know I had some more super chats in there. Where'd they go? Uh, Gently E, very gracious of you. Uh, Can you clarify the Andrew Yang situation? Uh, Does he want a decriminalized all drugs and banned flavors at the same time? So, Here's the thing with Andrew Yang. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I could never get a clear answer out of him or, or his administration. I don't want to say administration yet because he's not the president, but his camp. 
I could get nothing from him or his camp. Andrew Yang is a big proponent of cannabis. He wants it legalized federally. There's pictures of him on Twitter in like a white kind of lab coat smock standing inside of an indoor grow room with just like plants, you know, cannabis plants, weed as far as the eye can see behind him. He's a big proponent of it. But on Twitter, he also did mention banning flavors would probably be a really good thing. A lot of people really jumped on him. He did a live stream recently where he was accepting uh, public questions. I submit, I tried to get as many people as I could to do it. I submitted a public question uh, in regards to vaping as far as Andrew Yang, how are you going to keep vaping out of the hands of the youth, but into the hands of smokers? Like how are you going to maintain adult access to less harmful vapor products? Like you know, kind of posed that way, not in like a, you know, whoa, you know, what the fuck is your problem, Andrew? Yeah, you know, nothing like that. And uh, I, I didn't, I read, I watched the live stream. I didn't hear him answer any questions about vaping. So ultimately, I don't know if he does feel that way. If he wants to decriminalize drugs but ban nicotine flavors, then obviously that's crazy. That's crazy. That's what a crazy person says. Ultimately, I don't know. I had a lot of hope. For Andrew Yang, I donated him money. I was, I was one night. Look, I, I was, I was in the shed and I was at my computer. And Andrew Yang got to me, and I started watching some YouTube videos. I started reading some articles. I kind of donated him a little bit of money. It's no big deal. I had a little bit of hope for Andrew Yang because he seems like a very reasonable person who genuinely wants what's best. I think he genuinely wants what's best. There's not a lot of politicians that you can look at and, you know, all of this is gut feeling, you know, just based on my gut. My gut's pretty smart and I try to, I tend to go with my gut fairly often and I just got a feeling from him like this, I think this guy really does care. I don't think he's just a bureaucratic politician just to be a bureaucratic politician and roll out more regulations and more laws and more restrictions and less freedom and more government. I don't think he's that guy. I think he genuinely wants, uh, I think he genuinely wants what's best. And that's all I'm going to say about Andrew Yang. Hydrate. Stay hydrated, hydro homies. All right. Randy, uh, Jen, and Odin are my daily bangers. Yeah, Odin's just become my uh, my daily banger. My daily banger nonstop. Daily banger nonstop daily banger. So, yeah, and here's the thing about Bernie Sanders. Here's the thing about Bernie Sanders. Uh, I, you know, I don't need uh, overlords. I do not. I, I need less government. I need smaller government. I need smaller government, more freedom. The only way you get more freedom is with a smaller government. The only way you get less freedom is with a bigger government. That's, I mean, empirical. You can't, you could not possibly argue that. Could not possibly argue that. And here's the thing about Bernie Sanders is, he is a tax and regulate Democrat. That's just what he does. He wants bigger government. He wants more government oversight. He wants the government to take over previously privately owned uh, businesses and industries, which I'm not really super okay with. I'm more open to the idea of changing the United States for the better, but I think I think both sides, both the right and the left and whatever centrist or libertarian or ANCAP you call yourself, 
There needs to be a little bit of compromise. There has to be a little bit of compromise or we're not going to get fucking anywhere. And the one thing that Bernie Sanders said, I listened to Bernie Sanders on the Joe Rogan podcast. He seems like he additionally seems like a guy who really just wants what's what's best. I think he genuinely wants to make the United States and the world a better place. And what he said on the Joe Rogan podcast, what he said on the Joe Rogan podcast is that he he believes in science. I believe in science, Joe. Science. I'm a man of science, Joe. These ideas, they're not that, what does he say? They're not that radical. They're not that radical. Medicare for all, not that radical. It's not that radical of an idea. And I, being a libertarian, you know, and cap leaning person, I want small government possible. But I do also see Bernie Sanders' point like, Medicare for all is reasonable. It's not that radical. It could easily be a thing, but we're going to have to compromise a little bit in order to make America a, a better place, in order to improve our quality of life. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to compromise a little bit, and I'm compromising like crazy. I, would Bernie Sanders listen to us? Would any Democratic uh, politician listen to us? They're not a big fan of vaping. They're not a big fan of vaping at all in any capacity. Very few are. Very few are. Yeah, here's the thing. He's he's Bernie. Here's the thing. I like Bernie Sanders, but he is a he's too socialist for me. He's too socialist for me. And I don't think people, people might not, people need to read about socialism. Read about it. Read about what is involved with it. Read about it. Universal, yeah, okay, here we go. Light, I'm an Australian. Universal healthcare is amazing. I don't go bankrupt every time I get sick. Um, same thing happened when I was in Sweden and I was traveling in Sweden and I was talking to Matthias about uh, universal healthcare and I said, well, how much you know? How much more taxes are you paying with uh, having universal healthcare? And he's like, none. I just pay my regular taxes. He's like, my taxes actually went down. All right, so I'm okay. If, if Bernie Sanders emailed me and was like, Grim, to get universal health care, we're going to tax you five extra dollars a month on top of what you're already taxed. Universal health care for all. That includes you. That includes your family. That includes everybody. It's $5 extra. I would say, all right, fine. I, I feel like that's completely reasonable. I feel like that's completely reasonable because... As, as, as American citizens, we don't really get to decide where our tax dollars are used. I give the government lots of money, lots of taxes. Let me tell you, running your own business, am I talking crazy? Your own business, you pay taxes like out the ass to the government and you don't get to decide where they're spent. You don't, you go, okay, well, I'd like this to go to some new roads. Can can you do that? Oh, it's gone to the war. Can you use this to uh, fix the stop signs like in my neighborhood? Uh, can you do? I don't get to decide that. Okay. If you knew that some of your money was going to to, to positive things as opposed to, uh, you know, a tank or something. Taxation without representation. I mean, come on. And look, taxation is theft to begin with, right? They take your money at gunpoint. (laughs) 
They take your money at gunpoint and use it on whatever they want to spend it on. That's just really super weird to me. Small government. I'm not a socialist. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not. I'm not, I'm for small government, small government, more freedom. The one, the one term that I kept seeing when I was in Washington, D.C. is that the, these politicians, their power comes from the consent of the governed. Their power comes from the consent of the governed. That's, that's incredible to me. That is so huge because they don't have my consent for a lot of things. Their power, does their power come from the consent of the governed anymore? We're the governed. They need our consent to do it. That's where their power comes from. <sighs> There's a huge difference between democratic socialism and socialism. They are as different as pot vapes and nicotine vapes. I very, very much agree with you. There is a large difference between democratic socialism and socialism. The problem is with me is I'm a freedom guy first and foremost, and I want smaller government. And I don't want a bigger government. I just don't. I just don't want a bigger government. So socialism or democratic socialism doesn't exactly jive with the with being a freedom guy. Doesn't exactly. But there are certain things. There are certain things in the democratic socialist world that I do think kind of would work. I'm I'm coming around to some new you know new-ish ideas. Anyway, that's 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 not about that. We're gonna read one more last thing here. Uh, I know this just quickly quickly turned into a political uh, discussion, and uh, I I try to avoid political discussions because I, I, like I said, I'm a freedom guy and I'm a live and let live guy, and whatever political ideologies you have, then awesome, then have them and. Welcome to the conversation. It's a conversation. If I say I don't like socialism, that doesn't mean I don't like you. You know, I got a comment the other day. Uh, I got a comment the other day on one of my videos where this guy just jumped to the craziest conclusions possible. And I, it's something I can't stand. When I, when I said that I was anti-Trump and his, I was anti-Trump vaping policies, he's like, Grim Green, I'm getting real sick of your anti-Trump policies. That must mean that you're a socialist and that must mean that you hate America. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, that's what a crazy person says. If I say Trump's a shitbag, oh, I must hate America. I must. Oh, I don't want Bernie Sanders to be president. I'm not a huge fan of democratic socialism. Oh, I must hate Democrats. I must hate America. No, that's the conversation. We're having a conversation here. That's all. <laughs> you can't jump to these conclusions. If I see someone who's like, I voted for Trump, I don't go, well, you're what's wrong with America. I go, oh, you voted for Trump. I, I, I will defend your right to do that. And I'm glad you voted your hopes and let's have a conversation about it. It's unbelievable. We have smaller government. Smaller government, smart, smaller government, smaller government. Uh, Seamus, okay, I did have a, there's a few more super chats going on here, but I am without a doubt going to get to the end of this. Uh, I'm going to get to the end of this article. I have another article to read and it's going to happen. Matthew, very gracious of you. Jason, very gracious of you. When are you going to make your own version of a hog? Hog? 
hog. I don't know, Jason. You're going to have to explain to me what a hog is first. <laughs> You're going to have to. Uh, Muskrat GT, thank you for helping me quit smoking. Uh, I'll be five years December 12th, and thank you. Uh, getting my Grim Kit ordered on Friday, and yes, let's keep on vaping. Absolutely, Muskrat. Damn, that's cool. Damn, that's cool. Uh, got Seamus here. Uh, is the vape ban off Trump's radar? Also, what's your favorite squonking RDA? Thanks for fighting for us every day. It's my pleasure to fight for you every day. It's literally all I want to do right now. Um, the vape ban is not off of Trump's radar. As far as I can understand, it went all the way to his desk where when he was supposed to sign it, he did not sign it. He did not sign it and he said, we need to have, we need to discuss this further. We need to have meetings with uh, vape industry people. We're going to focus on helping kids and we're going to focus on jobs. As far as I know, that's what happened. It's still on his radar, but the discussion has been extended. The discussion around it has been uh, has been extended. Um, and I still missed a super chat in here. Uh, Gently E, very gracious of you. Oh yes, the Andrew Yang situation. I did get to your super chat. I did get to your super. I just want to, I don't want to, you know, I hate missing, I hate missing the super chats. Jason, hammer of God. Yeah, that would be one. That would be, oh, hammer of God, hog. Oh, my own version of a hog. Oh, I don't know. Uh, should we collaborate? Should we do like a Grim Green Hog? Like a Grim Green version? Grim Army all over it? Put the Constitution, engrave the Constitution around a Hammer of God mod? Shit, that's a good idea. I might actually do that. I might actually do that. Wisco Vapor, uh, got the goat. Love it. Thanks for a great RDA. Awesome. I, thank you. You're, you're very welcome. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like the goat. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, no, Dr. Dre, Jason, uh, Dr. Dre actually got listened to recently, so he's not even here. That's, uh, that's my buddy Mark's band. Uh, check them out. They're called Weight of the Tide. Weight of the Tide. Great record. Weight of the Tide. Check it out. Okay, let's get back to story time with Grim Green here real quick. Let's just do it because there's something else I want to read, except I need to find the right, uh, boop, there it is. Let's get back to story time with Grim Green here. So Twitter, no, we're going to read a letter. We're going to read a letter from a politician. I, I referenced her in the title of this video. Well, it's like, you know, is saying democratic socialism is still socialism. I mean, it, it, it still contains elements of socialism, but it's not, it's not really, it's not really full blown socialism if it's democratic socialism. I mean, there is some differences there. There are some nuances there. You can't just lump democratic socialism in with socialism. It's like taking a, it's like taking a baked potato and then, uh, you, you, you put a pepperoni in it and you go, Oh, this isn't a potato anymore. It's a pizza potato. Well, is it a pizza potato? Or is it still just a potato that you put a pepperoni on? They're not the same. That analogy made no sense. All right, let's uh, let's get to this letter here. Uh, this is a look at, first of all, just look at the headline on this and how much do you want to read this letter? We need sensible vaping policies, not emotional bans. I have her name highlighted here. Julie A. Casmiro. 
I believe. I Googled her. She is on Twitter. So I would like to go thank her on Twitter. Here she is on Twitter. There's Julie Casimiro. Look at her on Twitter being the coolest aunt and the state representative of Rhode Island. So we need sensible vaping policies, not emotional bans. Are you ready? Tuck in because this is great. The idea of our children getting addicted to any substance is a nightmare to most adults and parents. And unfortunately, nicotine has been hooking our children since tobacco products have been in use. This fact is why we understand the reaction to nicotine's latest delivery method, vaping, and the fear that our children are being put in mortal danger for using these products. There is just one problem though. Vaping has also helped countless adults quit far more scientifically proven dangerous and deadly habits combustible tobacco products such as cigarettes. So what are we to do? Ban products that are helping adults get healthier and let our children become addicted to products that are already illegal for them to use? As a state representative, when I first heard the stories of severe illness and death thought to be caused by vaping, initially I believed these products had no place in our store shelves. I believed that the dessert and candy flavored vaping products were specifically developed to target our children, the new Joe Camel for the next generation. I called for a ban on these flavors because I thought what self-respecting adult could possibly want to vape cotton candy or apple pie? Yet... After doing some research and speaking with my co-authors of this piece, it turns out the answer to that question is not only quite a few, but more importantly, the vast majority of vaping adults. And these adults aren't vaping these flavors because they have a sweet tooth. They are using these products to quit smoking cigarettes. And as it is being acknowledged, most of these vaping illnesses and deaths are being caused by black market THC vaping products, not traditional nicotine e-cigarettes. So, it is possible to protect our children from nicotine addiction while also supporting these adults who have taken the healthy step of quitting cigarettes and other combustible tobacco products? We believe there is, and after consulting with several experts, here's what we are proposing. Raising the legal age to 21, which will prevent 18-year-old high school students from buying nicotine vapor products for their younger friend. So, This is a big point of contention uh, between a lot of uh, THR advocates, between a lot of consumers, a lot of politicians. I think it's just something that just needs to happen. People need to stop dragging their feet and just push Tobacco 21 through. Tobacco 21 is something that, as a whole, tobacco harm reduction advocates and even people like Kassan, the AVA, were, were standing firmly against. We didn't want Tobacco 21 because there are 18 to 21 year old smokers, smokers that would greatly, greatly benefit their health if they switched over to vaping. And I've always said, why would we make a currently addicted 16 year old smoker wait two years before they're allowed to vape or now wait, you know, seven years before they're allowed to vape. But I do think Tobacco 21 will actually, actually help with underage use. Because when you're 18, look, you're just out of high school. You probably still have friends that are in high school and there's nothing preventing any 18-year-old from going and buying stuff legally and then selling or giving it to other high school kids. When you're 21, I think the chances of you going and buying jewel pods and selling them at a high school greatly, greatly, greatly go down. There's not a lot of 21-year-olds that are like, yeah, I'm cool with the high school kids. I like to sell them pot. You know, 
that's not a that's not a thing. It, I mean, could be a thing. It's not a thing. So I actually think Tobacco 21 is actually going to work and help. Stay hydrated, hydro homies. All right. Ah. All right, so we're not, we're not, there's no need to get arguing in here, reload time. I see you there. If you don't like to live in a free country, leave. That is a, that is a normal, it is a thing you can say. We, I practice, we have free speech here in the Grim Green chat. But if the moderators don't like you, then you're probably just going to get booted. Uh, Grim Green, have you seen the TV commercial where a British guy talked about a pod out of a teenager's hand and turns it into a cigarette and says, this is where you were heading. Yeah, that shit is the worst. Gateway effect does not exist. It is proven over and over and over and over. If the gateway existed, let me tell you this. If the gateway existed, if youths actually went from vaping an e-cigarette to smoking tobacco, we would have the highest smoking rates of all time. Unfortunately, the data shows the complete opposite. It shows that youths, when given the choice between cigarettes or a less harmful vapor product, will always choose the less harmful vapor product, and in doing so, does not transition them back to traditional combustible tobacco cigarettes. I mean, that is the most asinine argument that I think possibly exists. I can only compare it to being, I can, like, if you eat a, a, a poo, you know, and it had nicotine in it. So you were addicted to it and you just, you're like, I'm sorry, I have a nicotine addiction. I just have to keep eating poo. And then someone said, well, here, I have a milkshake that will also satisfy your nicotine cravings. Try this milkshake. That poo eater is going to go try a milkshake and go, oh, that does actually satisfy all of my nicotine cravings. And wow, it tastes so much better. But that poo I just, I want to ditch this milkshake and go back to eating poo. It makes no sense. It couldn't possibly be a gateway. Couldn't possibly be a gateway any more than drinking water out of a cup is a gateway to drinking bourbon out of a cup. The gateway argument does not hold up. It should just be laughed at. It should just be laughed at. I'm sorry, GHD, that you walked. <laughs> sorry, Jess, that you walked in while I said eating poo. But it is a good analogy. Here come the wacky analogies. I've never had a good analogy. Let's continue on with this story here. <laughs> Let's continue on here. Raising the legal age to 21, which prevent 18-year-old high school students from buying nicotine products for their younger friends. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Regulate the in- ingredients of potency of nicotine strength and vaping products. Yes, 800% that. that. Also, okay, real quick break from story time. It's weird that you showed up on this Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, Jess. Maybe it was just cosmic. Maybe it was meant to be. But I'm rocking my DHD shirt. I'm rocking my DHD shirt today underneath my flannel. And I feel like, you know, the planets aligned, the stars aligned, and Jess was just, I, I imagine Jess sitting at her desk and just, I need to go to the Tuesday, bro, Tuesday stream. I'm needed there. I'm needed there. 
because of the DHD shirt. You know it. I know it, Joe. All right. Uh, regulate the ingredients of potency uh, of nicotine strength and vaping products. Yes, this is a very sort of normal uh, normal thing. This is this is what they did in the United Kingdom that worked out really, really well. I have a hard time. I have a hard time with nicotine caps. I realize that nicotine caps is going to be one of those things that we have to settle for, that we have to compromise on. But there are smokers. There are ingrained, lifelong smokers that 50 milligram could be the only thing that gets them off of smoking. It could be. They they could pick up a 20 milligram vape and go, nope, cigarettes, not enough nicotine. So 50 milligram, I think high nicotine has its place but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a like what, what how do we do what do, how do we handle this do I think we could have 50 milligrams still and just limit it to uh, to vape shops maybe the problem with that is smokers buy their first vape at gas stations in convenience stores because it's right next to their cigarettes because they see a jewel and they go oh maybe instead of buying a pack of Marlboro Lights today, maybe I'm going to try out this jewel that's literally right next to it on the convenience store shelf. That's how you switch smokers. Okay, not going to go on a big rant about nicotine. Only allow flavored nicotine products to... Hang on, Pickles texted me. Only allow flavored nicotine products to be sold in specialty vape brick and mortar and online stores with strict age verification and fraud protection systems in place. This will take these products out of gas stations and convenience stores where children where children have always been able to attain these products and cigarettes. Harsher penalties for selling or giving these products to anyone who is underage. Yes, 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 yes. A thousand percent. Yes, a thousand. See, we already have laws in place. It is illegal already to sell a vapor product to anyone underage. We have we already have all these laws in place. I feel like enforcement of said laws might be a good way to go. Let's just enforce the laws we have. Could you imagine if could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine, let's uh, let's throw, I don't know, Charlie Baker back under the bus. Could you imagine in Massachusetts, right? In Massachusetts, if they went, well, there's too many, uh, too many speeding tickets, too many speeding tickets, too many speeding tickets. It's already against the law to go faster than the speed limit. I know, I know it's already against the law but we're going to ban cars. That's how we cut down on speeding. We're going to ban cars. We're going to ban something it's already against the law to do. We're going to ban it. What's already against the law? Ban it. Ban it. Why is that the simplest solution? Why is it? Why? Why is that? Thank you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Thank you for putting the mask governor, Charlie Baker. Tell Charlie Baker how you feel about his state and what he's doing to his otherwise, I'm assuming, incredible state of Massachusetts. Incredible state of Massachusetts. Being run by idiots. And that's the same way I feel about California. California rules. I will not take anybody bad mouthing California because California is awesome. It's just run by stupid people. It's run by ignorance. It's run by ignorance. 
These points are sensible responses to a complex public health problem. Blanket bans will only drive both adults and our children to the black market where the true harm and danger lies. We understand the fear and anxiety that has developed around these products, but we cannot craft functional public health policy through fear and emotions. Across the country where flavor bans have been enacted, not only as not only has youth vaping continued to increase, adult vapor users have been forced to either dangerously use black market products or return to cigarettes, eliminating their personal and public health benefits of discontinuing combustible tobacco youth. Tobacco use. <laughs> tobacco youth. Youth vaping is a public health problem that needs to be addressed, but not at the expense of adults who are relying on these products to lead healthier lifestyles. There is a solution, but it must come from study, facts, and data, not emotions, fear, and prohibition. Thank you, Julie Casimiro on Twitter. Go tweet at her and say, thank you for being rational about vaping. Go say, thank you for wanting to protect my access to less harmful vapor products. We need to be thanking every politician that does something positive for vaping. We need to. We need to get them engagement on Twitter. We need to retweet that. We need to like it. We need to comment on it. We need to show, because I'm assuming like a lot of representatives' Twitter accounts, Julie's Twitter account is fairly dead. A lot of these politicians, they have Twitter accounts where they'll post something and they'll be like, hey, chin up, it's National Cat Day and we're out here at the cat rodeo. It's like, you know, one like, <laughs> that's it. And then when they post something about vaping, either for or against, it's like, comments like crazy, retweets like crazy. They get crazy engagement and they want that. They, they crave that. They want that. They desire that. So when they get crazy engagement on topics, they're going to keep, I guarantee you that if Julie Casimiro finds, uh, finds friends in the vape industry and finds a community that welcomes her with open arms, she's going to stand up for us more and more and more. And that's the thing. She's standing up for us. She's standing up for the technology. She's standing against people making irrational, knee-jerk, fear-based, you know, uh, legislations and agendas about vaping. She's doing a lot with this one letter. I love this letter. I'm going to put it in the link to the description. I'm going to put it in the link to POW right there in the chat as well. Uh, great. I'm glad we got to read that. I'm really glad we got to read that. And I'm really glad we got to thank uh, Representative Julie Casimiro. I believe her name is Julie Casimiro. I'm not 100% sure. Not 100% sure. Well, that's it, you guys. We got through the articles. We talked a little bit about politics, maybe a little bit about uh, democratic socialism, maybe a little bit about socialism. And look, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, what I want you guys to take away from this is everything is a discussion. Everything is a discussion. Our political ideologies that we hold is a discussion. And I get it that it's a really, really personal thing to people, but we're going to have to compromise a little bit. It's not a lot. It's not giving up your freedoms. It's not giving up your liberties. It's a little bit of compromise, honestly, for the greater good. I think to help the most people we need to be the most compassionate we can be. And we need to be the most understanding that we can possibly be. And 
we need to be that because that's what we expect from other people and that's what we expect from our politicians as well. I mean, we talked about this earlier, but they're, they're very disingenuous about why they're doing these flavor bans. I guarantee you, West Virginia isn't talking about doing their flavor ban because of their slipping MSA payments and they owe $62 million to bondholders. Has to be compromise, it has to be compassion, and it has to be understanding. And, and there's this great term that's not really an official word or term or anything like that. I just like it, it's called sonder. Sonder, and it's it's a word that I've talked about a lot in the past. It it wait, yeah. NBC the NBC this morning reported yesterday that the POTUS was rethinking his ban due to advertise advisors' recommendations concerned about the political resources. Yes. Also, one last super chat from Mister Fuzzle. Thank you for all that you do for us, Grim Green. Uh, it, it's my pleasure. Like I said, it's kind of all I know how to do at this point, and it's all I want to do at this point. This is about this is about saving vaping. That's what this is about. I do it for you, Mr. Fuzzle, and I do it for everybody. And I do it for me, and I do it for my wife, and I do it for my brother, and I do it for everybody that I love that has quit smoking cigarettes using vapor products. That's who I do it for. Because everybody should get to quit the way that we got to quit. Because not only is it enjoyable, not only is it simple, but it's honestly fun. It's honestly fun. I would love to see Bernie love some vapors. I don't think he's going to do it. Just don't think he's going to do it. Sonder. I'm going to go back to this term sonder before I leave you guys. It's a term that kind of honestly changed my life. Just changed the way I thought about things because sonder is the idea that literally everybody that you've ever run across, everybody that you've ever met, everybody in the chat, everybody you know on the internet, everybody that you see walking down the street, that guy that cut you off in traffic, the guy that's going too slow on the freeway, the girl walking across the crosswalk, the other guy shopping at Whole Foods, everybody. We are all living our own rich lives and they have their own hopes they have the same fears and dreams and aspirations and, and challenges in their lives and, and joys in their life that you do. And that is a huge eye-opening thing that we're all just people and we're all just trying to do the best we can because this is our first time on this ride. This is nobody's second time on this ride. It's everybody's first time and we're trying to do the best that we can. We all have our own hopes and fears and dreams and we need to be aware of that. We need to be compassionate towards that and we need to respect that, okay? I know it's a little we are the world. I know it's a little hold hands around the campfire kumbaya, but damn it, I guess that's just the person that I am right now. I guess that's the person that I am right now. So we are going to, uh, what? Okay, uh, we are going to, uh, hang on. No worries, Daniel. We are going to end this here Tuesday, Bro Tuesday. As always, you guys, thank you so much for coming out for Tuesday, Bro Tuesday. I love the Tuesday, Bro Tuesdays. And in addition to being here on YouTube, you can listen to a podcast version of Tuesday, Bro Tuesday and the vlog. They're on SoundCloud. They're on iTunes. Just search Grim Green. You can find them both over there. I try to get these up the same day. So later today, Tuesday, Bro Tuesday should be up on uh, should be up on iTunes, should be up on the SoundCloud. 
SoundCloud. And anyway, that's really all I got for you guys today. Thank you guys seriously so much for coming out. I love the Tuesday Bro Tuesday and I love that you guys are here and I love that we get to have this sort of open discussion about life and America. That's the catchphrase to Tuesday Bro Tuesdays now. The open discussion about life and America. Let's talk about pod systems next week, Paul. Let's talk about pod systems. Next week, Tuesday Bro Tuesday, all about pod systems. Also, check out the Culture of Clouds podcast. Is it on Spotify? I don't know where it is. It's on Spotify. I'm not sure. I think it's on iTunes. Doesn't really matter. We're talking about, we're going to have a vlog on Thursday. We're going to be talking about our good friend Scott Gottlieb again. And we're going to have a, we're going to have a, we're going to have a podcast this week. We have a vlog this week. Awesome. Everything you guys, I got nothing but love for you. And just, just be excellent to each other. Peace guys. Peace.